We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. Yeah, we're going to the gate. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Boys, game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzaniga, and I'm joined live by the Commish. What a nickname. It's really stuck now. Jeff Solomon. Jeff, say hello. Hello, everyone. Great. And that's the buoyancy and excitement that I want to see on this podcast. And also joined by, yes, that's right, we have a second guest two weeks in a row. This is turning into a, a real addiction. It's Ryan Lou. Ryan, say hello. I'm back. Yeah. Bringing it. I mean, after last week's performance, a lot of people thought you wouldn't be invited back. And a lot of people DM'd me to say, please don't invite him back. But yeah. I, I said, no, there's something <laughs> special about this kid. And I'm bringing him back. Let's see what he's got this time around. And I, I feel really good about it. How are you feeling about it? I feel great about it. I love that you're just like, they, they asked, you didn't listen. You know, that, that one of those things. <laughs> you're like a number one on our heart number 67 on the field you know? <laughs> yeah or not even on the field most of the time so that's fine yeah exactly just in your chair yeah. uh all right very excited about this episode um coming at you live from orlando i'm actually i, I would imagine next week's episode will be a special a very special episode of the sports anomaly we had one of those way way back and I'm going to give you a very special episode. But this special, or this episode is, now this usually would go only to subscribers because it's, uh, or Patreon supporters. Hey, and that brings me to the season of giving. Patreon.com slash Sports Anomaly. Give us money. $5. It's easy. It's fun. Um, but uh, the reason we're not doing it is because it's the NFL draft and I feel like the whole world should should get this episode. Which also, if I'm subscribing or Patreon supporting, I'm kind of like, well, then what's the point of me giving money? But I, let's not get into the specifics here, uh, because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the NFL draft quite a bit. Um, the first round was last night, uh, second, third round today. Um, anyway, we're just gonna jump into it to the love and hate brought to you by Fats Ducati. Fats Ducati, one of our great supporters via uh patreon that's why he's, there's a section named after him or her i don't know why i gender it um all right what do you love this week ryan the i mean it's going to be draft related i love uh well justin fields going to the bears i think it's like the most amazing thing ever there was all this drama about the bears maybe getting russell wilson from seattle and then uh they said nope we're going with andy dalton and um you know as one any franchise that was going to be getting hit by a red rocket uh, would feel. They, I think that was probably pretty devastating. But then to turn it around and to have the Bears essentially, you know, basically just completely overpay to jump, I think it was 10 spots. I think they had to give up a first round pick from next year. But to be able to get someone that I think a lot of, a lot of scouts had is like at least a top two, top three QB. Um, so they can actually have someone play that position uh, whose name doesn't rhyme with uh, Rubitsky. Um, I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah, also, he might... It, here's what I'll say about being drafted as a Bears quarterback. You basically have to have one good season, and then you can be an all-time Bears quarterback. Yeah. Like, that's really how little <laughs> like it takes. McMahon. Yeah, like he's probably their best quarterback yeah. ever, and that's a, I mean, that's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> it is. Like right now, if he came into the league at, in his prime now, he would be like a Fitzmagic 
level. I have a stat for <laughs> you, which uh, leading up to the draft, I heard a lot. The Bears are the only team in the NFL to never have a quarterback pass for 4,000 yards in a season. Oh, wow. That's insane nowadays. That seems like a lot to yeah. me. Well, but, yeah, nowadays yeah. I mean, back is. when it was like, you know, back in the 80s or something, when they were pounding the rock, um, that was the same thing. But, like, I think, I think, like, you know, name whatever, like, uh, like Jared Goff probably threw for 5,000 yards last year. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of where <laughs> right. we're at now. So, but, yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sad. Uh, Jeff, what do you love this week? I, I also love certain picks in the draft. I want to talk about Justin Fields for a second because I think it's just so great for Bears fans that they didn't take some small school guy no one else had heard of and they traded up to get him and you're like who's Quinzabel Dongolar <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's trying to convince themselves that like they got something everyone else wanted and it's like no really none of us knew who that was only the Bears decided to trade up to get him um anyway Justin Fields I wish him the best of luck in Chicago and I I really hope that works out because the Bears have suffered I think an appropriate amount of time yeah. with uh living with the second overall pick um, but my love is on the Dolphins, who took everyone I wanted when they were available. And, I mean, it's only been two picks <laughs> so far, but I'm already thrilled with the draft class. I'm excited to play with both of those guys in Madden, oh. assuming that uh, Johnny Madden ratings doesn't say fuck you again to Miami. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think Waddle was the best choice at six that they had available, and I think Phillips was the best choice at 18 from what was available. And I'm I'm just so glad that they didn't, get their own Quinzibel Dongolor uh, and, and go grab someone I'd never heard of because they're like, well, he's going to be an excellent left punter or something. Like, I, I just I love recognizing the names of who they got and thinking like, this is who I also wanted to take. Yeah, that's a fun that's a fun situation. Here's a question for you is, would you have preferred Kyle Pitts if he had fallen? And is there would you have preferred Devonta Smith or uh, J.C. Horn? Or, like, are you ecstatic? Kyle Pitts, I, I probably would have gotten behind if they had taken him. I think when you have a great pass-catching tight end like Gasicki and then you add Kyle Pitts, who everyone, like, can't stop slobbing his knob over, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's probably a lot you could do with an offense that wants to be run first, which the Dolphins do want to be a run-first offense. Um, so those blocking schemes, those catching schemes, those would have been fun to watch. But I think... I mean, base, what I just said was Waddle was who I wanted, and everyone you just named went after Waddle. So they picked the guy I wanted them to. I'm in actually Jamar Chase. I got confused on the oh. names. I'm in De- Devonta Smith or Jamar Chase. I wanted but, Waddle over Chase. Oh, wow. Was I think Waddle he's got the guy deep separation. Who, was Waddle the guy who walked away from his yes. family when he was drunk? Yeah. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a fan. It was just so hilarious. So the, the actual like, story there isn't quite as cold-blooded, but it made for a oh great no. TV moment. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything negative to it. I just thought it was like, it's like when you score, like I, you see this happen once in a while in soccer or hockey or whatever, but you score and then you run away from your teammates. <laughs> I just sort of, sort of took it like that. And I just thought it was great. And I was like, this is just funny to watch him like slide <laughs> out of the room away from his family. So I was a big fan. Uh, what do I love this week? Um, we started season four of our Madden 21 league. That's always one where it usually the interest starts waning. And I, I wasn't totally into it, but I played my division rival. I was upset that we had a week one game against one another. Uh, last season we played week two and four uh, weeks two and four this season we play like one and seven and it just like 
it's going to be a dogfight. And um, it was a wild game. I, my, I have a rookie quarterback. My first three plays of the game, I got the kickoff. Uh, I got sacked for 12 yards. I threw um, a pass that went for negative one yards. And then I think I threw an incompletion or, or maybe I ran right into the line. But, but I had to punt right away. Or no, no, I'm sorry. I threw an interception right to his um, his middle linebacker. Anyway, the point is I went down 3 nothing. In the old days, I, I would have been like, I'm not into this. Why am I doing this? Instead, I was like, okay, whatever, and was down 6 nothing. And whatever, it doesn't matter. I won 17-13. to uh, He had two holding calls that basically crushed him, and it was just great. Every time he had a big play, holding. And I was like, yes. <laughs> um, Sounds like it would have been your hate if, uh, if the – roles were reversed there they would have been yeah for sure and uh he recently on an on a, uh, episode of the podcast where um it was for patreon uh supporters only i basically was talking about him and then i just started tearing into him and the funny thing is is we were having a call about the draft when um when he was pausing between me just ripping into him and telling saying i was going to win every game this season against him 49 nothing moving on Ryan the Lou, what's your hate this week? Um, okay, so I actually had to do some research for this one um, because what I, I was gonna say a, a, a certain word, but I feel like there's like kind of a sexist tone to it. Um, so here's the research I did. I'm I hate when quarterbacks are complete peens. Is what I'm gonna say right now. The word I was looking <laughs> for was prima donna, but. Uh, right. The the male counterpart to a prima donna is a primo umo, I guess, or something along those lines. It's a whole opera thing. You can get into it. I did a lot of research. Um, anyway, so I settled on peen because so Tom Brady leaves the Patriots, goes to the Bucks, having the time of his life. He looks like a twenty year old out there. Um, you know, just just has an amazing offensive line. And so all these other quarterbacks that are also good quarterbacks are seeing this happen. And so you get Russell Wilson just being like, oh, well, I don't have a good offensive line. And I mean, this is the highest paid football player out there. And then the news breaks last night that Aaron Rodgers has been upset about being in this like historic franchise for so long. And they don't respect him, even though they made it to the NFC championship and lost because of their defense. And maybe you could say they made a weird decision at the end of it. But it's like, where does he think? he's going to go where things are going to be better. Like be, just because Brady did that in one circumstance doesn't mean that every amazing quarterback is going to go and get set up in this amazing place. Um, so I just, I hate that there's this, there's this expectation now where these franchise quarterbacks are just going to go and leave all their legacy out the, you know, throw it out the window to go play in like, I don't know, Denver. Like I, I just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I well, let me tell you a quick story because that's these. This is where this podcast really shines. Um, I was at a party in Venice. Oh, I should preface this by saying that Aaron Rodgers is dating and or marrying Shailene Woodley. No, Shailene, Beyonce. Oh, they're engaged, right? Yeah, Shailene no, Woodley. it's Beyonce. No, right. I was like, wait a second. Um, so I was at a party in Venice, and my friend who's in casting comes into the party. I'm standing near the entrance, and it's, it's a backdoor party. This is a couple of years ago. And uh, she comes in with Shailene Woodley. And, uh, and Shailene's just like the loveliest person. And I say, oh, it's, it's so good to see you. Uh, I haven't seen you for a while. And then what, for whatever reason, I bring up the fact that I just learned that a moment was 30 seconds. <laughs> so we say like in a moment, right? And we mean like in a second. 
But in the old days, definitionally, it means in 30 seconds. Like, give me a moment means get out of my hair for 30 seconds. And it might it might be longer, but I'm pretty sure it's 30 seconds. So I tell them this. And then uh, I was like, yeah, so it's funny. Like, it's uncomfortable sometimes to hug people uh, for a moment, you know, if it's longer than a second. So that's kind of wild. And Shailene uh, Woodley throws her arms around me. And we have this very uh, just weird, like, great. It was great. Just this 30-second hug. Uh seconds after we met and uh and then we broke apart and, and we're like talking through it it's like is it weird yet i'm like that feels okay this is nice like i think this like and we hugged for 30 seconds and then we broke apart and then we laughed about it and everybody's like oh what are you guys doing and we sort of explained it and we had a laugh and i didn't see her for the rest of the night and uh and this this dovetails with another story which is one of my very good friends was just on jeopardy with aaron Rodgers huh. as the host and he said he just couldn't believe how great he was and professional. And Aaron Rodgers was fascinated with him. Like he, he was just, and he's a very fascinating guy. But Aaron Rodgers just kept asking him more and more questions. And so what I realized is because I can't be with Shaylin Woodley and he can't be with Aaron Rodgers, I think me and my friend are probably going to end up together. I just think it makes sense now that I'm kind of piecing it yeah. together. Uh, all right, Jeff, what do you hate? Uh, I hate wearing the crown. Uh, today I had to remove someone from the Madden League, and he's a really cool guy. But uh, it it was just a long list of stacking problems with the way he was playing in the game, and uh, eventually, you know, death by a thousand cuts. He just had to stop. So I don't like doing that. I don't like removing people. I wish everyone would just play like cool people all the time, and we wouldn't have to deal with anything like that. But what I hate is having responsibility, I guess, is how I would phrase that. It is tough. And just to give people a little insight, basically the complaint is that he only passes, right? That's effectively the complaint. One Um, of, yes. Yeah, he he only passes and he always uses like uh, similar formations. So it's really hard because when you get into this, like people can always justify or they can say, well, I don't do this or this. So it is really tough because if you just look at isolated incidents, people can be like, well, why are we kicking a guy? That sucks. And I hated it. We talked about it. I was like, well, could we like maybe? And you're like, man, this is just it just keeps happening. So um, you drop the hammer. Uh, that you drop the anvil and it, it's a huge bummer but I w- the way we play our league is very much to kind of replicate football it's I don't sim is like a weird thing but it's more like just trying to play fair um, and so yeah it's, it was We're doing our best sucks. to make it look like TV right yeah yeah um, which by the way in my game it was like a total knockdown drag out like this could be a six point six three win it was awesome I love that Um and yeah, so it's tough. Moving on, I just I I thought this was gonna be your hate, and once I say it, it's gonna be your hate. Um, we did our Madden draft, our third. You know, oh man, that feels seasons. like a lifetime ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Th- through three seasons, we uh, we have a big draft every. You know, we set it on a Saturday, even if it means we have to wait a week. We get everybody to try to join, and usually, like. 20 plus people joined which is quite extraordinary for a league and i think for this one we had 25 or 26 and uh there's video which i would love to post if you'll give me that video on our sports sure. but yeah. uh jeff hit the button to advance us so we could get ready like you know get ready for the draft and then it auto drafted the entire seven rounds in like three minutes while you could feel 
I said it was like the leftovers, like when the people disappeared, <laughs> it felt like that, or the end of the Avengers when the like people disappeared in Infinity War, um, spoiler, and yeah, it, it was just like such a gut punch. Jeff, what was the emotional, because you, tell us, walk us through it, because you were on Twitch recording it, because you were going to... Yeah, so I was so excited about this draft that I actually decided to stream it, and I'd set it up so that, you know, I wouldn't show my own draft board, but... We could, like, talk about each pick and bring the guest on. And we had, like, the chat from Discord going into the stream. And uh, when it started happening, I realized immediately what was happening. I tried in vain to try and stop it. But this also happened in Madden 20 to the league. And uh, we just had fewer members back then, so not as many people remember. But this, this is a bug that has existed in this game for five plus years and now we have had seven drafts and two of them have been auto simmed so i can't speak more than you know our own example but this is happening way too frequently for it to exist for five years how can anyone enjoy this process it's when- so yeah it's devastating and they must know this bug exists and they just you know Eh, it would take too long to fix and who does this anyway and it it goes to like all these changes that are in franchise which is it doesn't ever help out the people that really really love it and sustain because the new changes that they've added to franchise mode aren't available to us in our league because you have to start a new league after they right. implement them and yeah. it's just like man you guys are killing the people who like we obviously love this league or hashtag LTL, love the league. Uh, and it's just like such a bummer. Anyway, we could talk about it for a while, but it's it just goes to show you that Madden has some deep-rooted issues, and they just, and instead they invest in the yard. And it's, there's, and, there's one more thing I'd like to say on it, but yeah, it's, it's very irritating to see them come up with new modes when the one that we all love is so lacking. But the thing I really want to say is the, the reason that franchise mode works for us, and and by us, I mean like having a full league of 32 people, is that emotionally we buy into it. We invest ourselves into it. It's not because we love playing the game. Most of us, frankly, hate playing the game. The game is not fun. (laughs) But we get so invested in who these guys are and in our roster building and which 68 overall rookie QB is going to surplant our 82 overall free agent draftee to become the starter and beat the Giants in week one and be a local hero for the rest of the thing. Like, we make up these stories that go along with what we're doing because that's the fun. And to have the draft, which we spend a full season scouting, plus however many hours you do the week before it actually happens, you know, building a spreadsheet or this list or that list or who your third-round steal is going to be and all that, and to have it just simulated away by a bug that is for certain known because there are reddit posts about it from 2016 it's just it's it sucks the life out of you because you gave you gave that portion of your life into the game and it spat back into your face yeah, I was. Um, I didn't set up a draft board because I was like, "Well, I'm doing the draft," which now I have. I will now forever remember after being burnt twice. But it's. I was going to trade up to number five. I had a deal in place to trade up to number five to get the top QB, which is you know like it was a huge series of things that made me decide this, and it was a basically like a six day period of me 
ticking off the box of just sort of poking everybody that was above the people that I knew were going to take the guy or might take the guy. And then I found out for sure, because the Eagles, who got him, my division rival, texted me. He was tra- drafting at 15, directly texted me and said, yeah, I hope I get my quarterback. And I was like, well, I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> but like, I'd, uh, luckily, I'd already I got to talk to Rich about that. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. And then, which, by the way, he didn't even know. He played his first game and didn't know his quarterback had 91 speed until I texted him. It's just, a, <laughs> Rich is an amazing leaguer in so many different ways. But, uh, yeah, it's just a real gut punch. And, and not getting your guy, and, like, I ended up having to trade for a quarterback. And, I, you know, I swapped the 32nd pick overall or whatever for him, or 34th pick. That was fine. Like, it was fine. It all worked out. But, like, if people were like, man, the this team's really screwed without a quarterback, I'm going to – I'm not going to do it, you know. That would have been a totally reasonable thing within the context league, but it would have just been so crushing. And I got a a cornerback, which is, he's just a dud. He's just, he doesn't tackle. He doesn't do anything right. That just kind of, he annoys me. Moving on. Breaking news. You guys are super. I, I, feel like I can't. See, I don't want to be off. the asshole who's still going when you go breaking news and I can't but see your mouth moving. That's the whole point. I wait for you to do that and then I deliver <laughs> the real breaking yeah. news moment. Uh, all right. Uh, breaking news. The biggest news coming out today is that the MLB, the show patch, is dropping today. That's significant for, for people who have been playing that game. Have you either of you been playing the new version? Not yet. Jeff? I dabbled. I dabbled on my Xbox One, but um, I don't know. I have some kind of timing uh, recognition problem because no matter what I did to adjust, I was literally late on every pitch. Fastball, changeup, didn't matter. I was the same percentage late on every swing. Oop. My microphone fell. Uh, every swing while batting, and it just became tiresome, and I don't like learning new things, so I gave up. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a couple key things that are happening. One, I had uh, this. I think this is going to get fixed. But there's a road to the show bug where if you have somebody else, I'm staying with a friend, and he and I both had created characters. But what happened is when I would log in to do my created character, which was not easy to figure out, he would have his last name, but on my team and his in his face, which was annoying. Mm -hmm. So now I'm playing with somebody else, and the whole point is like. I was playing as Adrian Tadzaniga hitting 221, and I don't, I don't want to give that up. And then when he jumped in, then it, get, it used his, uh, what was it? It gave, yeah, his team, but then my name and face, so we couldn't figure out how to like trick it to finally do it. So hopefully that's sorted. I think it is going to be sorted. There's also just one thing about that game that annoys me. There's a loadout, which he told me is a uh, Call of Duty thing, and I was like, I don't care. I don't know what loadout yeah. means. When I'm pitching, make me the pitcher loadout, and when I'm hitting, make me the hitter loadout. Mm-hmm. I don't need to choose. It's super stupid, and I hate it. But there's just a ton of stuff that's getting fixed. I'm not going to go through it because it's there's like a hundred things. But um, hopefully, your life will be better after these fixes. All right, now I'm getting us to the feature section of the podcast, which is what I wanted to get to and why you guys are here. Um, so the NFL draft first round was last night, as I mentioned. Um, so what I wanted to do, because there are some amazing names in this field of 32. So I just wanted to literally have a draft in which we redraft these players solely based on their names, because I think a lot of them really deserve a lot of kudos. Um, so that's what's happening. We, we 
we redid uh, or we figured out who would go first before the podcast started. Ryan, you're going to be going first. Uh-huh. I pick second. Jeff, you're going to go third. And uh, and we're going to do snake ladder style because I just feel like that's the fairest way to give Jeff the weirdest names that he wants. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm very excited about this because, uh, well, I'll, I'll get into the specifics of it. But uh, Ryan, we're, and we're doing all 32 names. One of us is going to end up with only, with one less uh, name. I don't think they're all that weird after like 10, though. Well, no. Well, yeah. yeah, but not getting, like getting a crappy name actually hurts your team. So as we go lower and lower, if you get a dud name, you know, you're, you're suffering. So it really starts to take away from your, your team, I yeah. think. Um, but Ryan, lead us off. Oh, Who are you taking man. with a first overall NFL redraft for the names pick? I mean, there, it, there is a Trevor Lawrence of names in here, just sitting here. Just everyone knew they were going number one overall, and uh, they are. Because also, the dude has an awesome story, and it's Quiddy Pay, the University oh. of Michigan, number one overall pick. There is no yeah. doubt that you got the right name, so much so that I renamed my quarterback, Jeff Hughes, to be Quiddy Hughes. <laughs> Quiddy Pay so is just one of the greatest names. I can't. I there's a band I love called Chitty Bang, and I think about them uh, when I heard. I just I think it's one of the more incredible names that I've ever heard in my life, and I'm very excited about it. Um, okay, that means I'm up at number two. I didn't get my pick. I have to readjust my draft board. But man, there's a, there's a couple. But I'm going, and this is kind of a nod to earlier what you said. Um, I'm going with Panay Sewell. Yeah. It's a bit of a peen, a bit of a nay, and it's Panay Sewell. I feel real good about it. Jeff, who are you taking with the I, third I think pick? the number one pick just fell in my lap. I'm going with Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. No. I love a wide receiver with a name Boo, that describes what they're the doing. Jeff fans. <laughs> You're going to have to chase him all over the field. It's the perfect combination of position with name. J-E-F-F. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. That is like, Boom. that is a very Jets are pissed. Jets fans are pissed pick. Yeah, I don't feel good about that pick for you, but I understand your mm-hmm. thinking. But man, what a what a lame opener. Let's see if we can continue to watch you humiliate yourself as we move on to your next pick. Go for it. Uh, with number two, I'm taking Odafe Owe. Yeah, oh, great pick. Now, up until 12 hours ago, was named Jason Owe, and then he said, "You know, my first name's actually Adofe, and everyone just can't pronounce it." But I'm in the NFL now, so fuck you. <laughs> learn to pronounce it, and I love that, it. I love that, that attitude. Awesome, and he's a thousand percent right. Yeah. Fuck us, uh, Odafe <laughs> Owe. I mean, that's that to me. I was going to take Odafe second overall, but I didn't know how to pronounce it. And, uh, you know, that threw me. But there's some uh, real gems yeah. left to come. I'm going with Kadarius Tony yeah. um, because Tony. he feels good. He sounds good. It's a, it's a great name, like Kadarius. What do you call him short? Like, if he's in Australia, what do they call him? Katie? I don't know. Uh, moving on. Ryan Lalou. All right. Well, this, I mean, I think when this guy got picked, they're like, this is like the most Madden-generated John Gruden-approved name ever, especially for an offensive lineman. And I'm going with Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. Great call. Leatherwood, so good. It's so good. And it's you know he's an offensive yeah. lineman. Like that dude, when he was born, they were like, uh, we're just going to feed you a lot because <laughs> you're you're the Leatherwood. Um, I, I love it. I think it's a, I think it's a clear early yeah. pick. 
Um, all right, who are you taking next? Next, uh, that's right, snake style. Didn't even see this coming. So this one's interesting because mm -hmm. it actually needs a little bit, like just like uh, Owe, it needs a little bit of clarification. I'm going with Michael McCorkle Jones, AKA Mac Jones. McCorkle, are you kidding me? That is legitimately his middle <laughs> name and where the Mac comes from. Oh my God, what's his first Michael. name? Michael. Michael McCorkle Jones. Mac Jones. Like that guy. This may be the steal of the draft because none of us yeah, knew. It... This is the small school guy we never heard of. Yeah. I literally, I thought whoever, well, there's one name that will be the last pick, I would imagine, or probably the top two picks will be the last two picks. Who knows? We all have our strategies. <laughs> but Mac Jones, I thought would be one of the bottom yeah. five. And you just turned it into like a steal, a sleeper, third pick. Man, you have to be feeling, feeling good right now. right now. Yeah. I'm about to feel real good because <laughs> with my third pick, I'm taking Christian Darisaw. Yeah. Dara, I mean, that guy, who knows what that even means, <laughs> but I love it. Christian Darisaw. I thought you were going to take him next because if you would have gotten the Leatherwood Darisaw combination, oh, it was game over. Yeah. But now it's still up for grabs, and Jeff has two picks in a row. Uh, with my third pick in the funny name draft, I mean, uh, the Jeffrey Solomons are taking J.C. Horn, nice. who I imagine, as the son of Joe Horn, the origin of his name is a combination of initials from his mother and father, the letter J and the letter C, but they write it out as a name, J-A-Y-C-E-E. -E which I'm, I'm making this assumption. No one's told me this. It may be true. It may not be true, but it's interesting enough of a theory for me for him to be my third pick. Is he Jace, Is he Joe Horn's son, yeah. really? Yes, he's wide receiver Joe I, Horn's son. That's amazing, and I thought you were going to go, I don't know, which would have been the great, because you were turning in the JC thing into something, but if you would have just actually taken the Horn thing out of whole cloth, it would have been amazing. That's okay. You, you've, you've changed me on JC Horn. I thought he should go lower, but now I'm feeling like he should have definitely gone above Jamar Chase. All right, who's your next pick, Jeff? Uh, on the reverse side of the snake, I'm going to take Jalen Waddle. For the nice. same reason I like Jamar Chase, you're going to run around all the field trying to get him. I like the idea of a young man just waddling all around, <laughs> doing whatever it is he's doing. Makes me giggle. I think, I think this is a great pick because I think the irony is great. Yeah. Like it's like a, yeah, He's the like fastest he's, guy in the draft, and his name means he shit his pants. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's just sort of a thing that he could use to his uh, to his benefit. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, Jalen Waddle, no big deal. <laughs> and then he's just off, Ouch. and he's like, just blows people away. Okay, this is a tough one for me. There are two people I want. I feel like they're probably the next two to go, but we'll see. But I'm going to take Elijah Vera uh. Tucker. Um, the reason being is because uh, Vera in a name is just great. Vera is one of the greatest old people names ever. Elijah's great. It's spelled with an A. That You got the hyphen it. He's doing it all. He, you know, he's well-rounded, getting it done. That's who I'm taking, Elijah Vera t Tucker. What do you got? Yeah, I, I just got it. Yeah, that was absolutely going to be my next pick. I should have traded up. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't <laughs> So because we don't have that available to us here. Uh, so I'm going, with, I'm going with Gregory Rousseau. I just I love I Whoa. love a good a good French name, um, you know French last name anyway. Sacre bleu. Yeah, it's uh, and the guy like, you know like apparently he didn't have the production his last season. He didn't have the sacks there or anything like that. 
But I like the idea of him sacking somebody or tackling someone and just being like, Russo! Like what he's done. He does not have a French accent, but uh, maybe he can develop that with some training. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I feel good about that. What's your next pick? So after Gregory Rousseau, it gets a little tough because we're starting to kind of get into, like you're really trying to find some, some, just, some guys that have a certain skill but need a lot of work with the name. Uh, so yep. I'm, I'm just moving straight towards, uh, I'm going Kyle Pitts. Just, I oh, mean, wow. it's, it's a, Pitts is such a strong name. Uh, the dude's apparently just like a complete monster and just like freak athlete. But Pitts just seems like across the jersey, just really going to fit what he's going to be doing to people. Just putting a pit in their defense right there, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just rubbing his armpit on him. Um, this is interesting because I wanted to criticize Gregory Russo more, but I didn't mm. think it's a terrible pick. <laughs> now that you pick Cal, I didn't want to threaten you or intimidate you into taking who I wanted. And then you took Cal Pitts, which is another lame uh, option. <laughs> but now you've left the, ta- the, the door wide open, yeah. and I'm taken. And it's a surprise to everyone, but no surprise at all once I say his name. It's Caleb Farley. That guy's name is hilarious, and he's a sleeper hilarity. <laughs> like, you cannot deny Caleb Farley, once you really think about it, is one of the goobery names on this list. Jeff, you're up. Uh, I am going to shock the world <laughs> by taking a position of low value here, and I'm going to double up on running backs. I'm taking Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. And I'm going to flip their names around, and from now on, they're Najee Etienne and Travis Harris. I mean, that sounds totally legal within this context. <laughs> I wanted to take Travis Etienne after, or I thought Ryan yeah. might go the double French, because I've shopped on Etienne Street in Paris, and, uh, you know, I feel real good about it. But now, Najee Etienne, I think Najee Harris is a great name, and I'm excited for him. Um, back to me, there's a lot to choose from here, but I'm taking. Like you mentioned, uh, Ryan, we are at that point where you're not getting a complete player. You're, you know, they have some skills that are excellent, but they still need some work. But Zaven Collins proves that. I mean, Zaven is an amazing yeah. name, and Collins is a dud of a name. Um, come at me, Michael. Um, and uh, Michael, Co- I was thinking of the movie Michael Collins, the Irish guy, but now the guy just died. Michael Collins, the astronaut. So now I feel bad, and my fiance is going to be super mean to me about it. It's like, oh, I think you're disrespecting. Uh, but that's who I'm taking. I'm taking Zayvon Collins. Great first name, dumb last name. Moving on to you, Ryan. You got two points. Okay. Um, yeah, same deal. Like, I, I think we're undervaluing this name here about, like, especially since this guy's a quarterback, um, like how much name and significant, or how much significance his name has. I'm going to go with Trey Lance, you know? Ah, uh, great early. He could have gone he all the way to the end. If I would have gotten him later, I would have made a case that it was maybe a first round pick that had dropped. Like this is the Mac Jones of totally. Pits. Like there was you got him at fifteen. You literally got him at fifteen. That's hilarious. And uh, I was just sort of giving a, a vibe about it. But yes, Trade Lance is a great yeah. name. Yeah, he did, they did a great job when they named him um, for sure. Yeah. Um, all for right. Sure. So the the problem with this next one is I don't a hundred percent know how to pronounce his first name. So I'm just going with how I'm going to say it, which makes it 10 times better, especially. Justin. Damn it. No, no, I don't. It's Jamin Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's Jamin or Jamin or, if, but it's Jamin Davis. You're like that SNL sketch where uh, MacGruber can't say uh, Dwayne. Yeah, I mean, it's. Do, do, do I? Oh, I don't know that, but I want to. I know. Oh, it's with Charles Barkley, and he has to go through like. Uh, 
sensitivity training <laughs> because he can't like work correctly with his black coworker. Oh man, uh, I that was my next pick. I think if you get Zayvon Collins and you don't get Tremaine Davis, it's like you get Gregory Russo and you don't get Travis Etienne, <laughs> and you broke up the you know you broke up a linebacker combination. Chaos. I don't know what position they play in real life. Don't care, but they would have been linebackers for me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm moving on, and this is a tough one. There's there's some sleeper good names in this mix. There's three that I really like. And I'm probably going with the one I like least in a way, mm. but I think I've got the best story for it. I'm taking the man, the myth, Rashad Bateman, Patrick Bateman from American Psychos, <laughs> younger brother. He's a murderer off the ball and on the ball. I don't know what position he plays. Don't really care. Moving on. Two picks for you, Jeff. The commission. Uh, let's let's try on Joe Tryon. Ah, oh. oh, great. We'll be joining yeah, Team Solomon over here. Yeah, can't argue uh, I love there. the versatility of having a name that means something. I think a lot of my picks have demonstrated that, and Joe Tryon is my next pick. And following up him, I'm going to go with Patrick Certainly, which is how I'm choosing to pronounce Patrick Certain I-I. And uh, I think that's, that's a hell of a name. It's uh yeah I guess I'm used to Patrick Sertain existing in the real world and now his son or I imagine his son who knows um, but I would think so um, but Joe Tryon great like that's that to me is a second third round pick that you got uh, in the sixth slot Patrick certainly I I is another great one um, back to me I am gonna get another one of the guys I wanted which is surprising I would have gone Tryon here but when you don't get Tryon you go with Rashawn Slater yeah. and I'm just thinking of Say by the Bell uh, it's very specific to Say by the Bell Slater um, Rashawn Rashawn Slater he feels good he looks good he's a great defensive tackle I don't know what position he plays in real life over to you Ryan for two picks in a row and by the way can I just say that picking second I don't like it yeah if you don't get that you can't you can't, can't lock something up. down. You can't get Jameen and Zavin. You can't get Rousseau you take and risks. Etienne. Yeah, it's it's different. Um, all right, Ryan, you got two picks in a row. All right. Well, this first one, I'm, I'm going to have to credit uh, Mike Suzik with this joke, but it really makes the name uh, in our text thread last night that we had going on. Um, Trevor Lawrence, but in this case, he's more of a Trevor Larry, um, is really <laughs> what we're going for, which it makes it, I think, that much more amazing if your name is... Trevor Larry, and you're in Jacksonville, Florida. I think it works out um, fantastically. So that's hilarious. And you, yeah, you turned a late pick into a good pick. Uh, so yeah, Trevor Larry, great choice. And now, what do you got next? Just finding some late late round value there. Um, I'm gonna go with Eric Stokes. Um, and this, <sighs> I mean, from from the standpoint of his name, you know, being in the what is that, the second person present tense. And it could be Eric Stoked if once the game's over. Um, Eric's will Eric will Stoke it for future games. Uh, I'm just really excited about that. This this dude looks hot. Yeah, you took uh, who I was clearly going to uh, take. I felt like Eric Stokes was on a sort of a Joe Tryon level, but then I wanted to go with the Bateman Slater combo. Um, you've left you've left me with some uh, interesting choices here. I'm going to take, and this doesn't seem like the first person I take based on my interests in life. <laughs> But I'm going with Greg Newsom II, and the reason is, is it's not any S O M, it's any S O M E. Yeah, Newsomly, uh, Greg Newsomly. He feels real good um, to me, and I, I just like how uh, I like that he has an E on Newsom. It feels more professional. It feels cool. Um, 
then yeah, I'm going to go with it. So uh, Jeff, over to you for two picks. We're right on. Dry, we're bottom of the barrel here. Uh, I'm going to start off with Justin Fields. Uh, he leaves it all on the field. He, he gives it his all, and I'm going to hope that he puts up some some fun performances for me. And then I'm going to work my way down to Micah Parsons, who is directly underneath him on this list. And if you may have noticed, everyone I've picked is directly next to someone else on this list. Oh, man, who knew that kind of strategy would pay off as well as it has for you? I'm, uh, I'm loving it. Um, I'm going, and this is because of um, kind of an, I grew up in the Chris Berman era, but of, of Sports Center, but I'm going with Peyton Pancake Turner. He's he's gonna he's gonna Turner you, and that's why I've taken that really great pick. Um, you've got two more picks uh, here, Ryan, and the most important part about these next two picks is that really you are sticking me with the final pick. Um, because there's only three names left on this list. Ryan Lou, who are you taking next? Okay, well, I don't even know if there are that many left. The only one that I think, like, like Devonta Smith, I'm, I'm taking him reluctantly just because I never know how to pronounce his name, even though I've heard it said a million times. It's Devontae, right? I keep hearing people I say mean, Devontae, but it's clearly spelled with an A, and I, I, I don't want to guess anymore. I, I gotta say though, from a late round value, I do love having a capitalized letter in the middle of the name, like a DeForest Buckner, Devonta, um, or Devonte. Like just having that, like the first two letters and then a new capital. I mean, that's a pretty common thing, but I love it. Like I actually, it's one of my great regrets in life that I didn't name any of my children to where they could have a capital letter in the middle of their name. And uh, I'm making that up by picking Devonta Smith. Love it. And uh, now for your last pick. I mean, There's only two names left, and you might end up taking one of these names because you're not sure what the, the other The only one I'm sure of I don't love, but I do love all the memes around this uh, this young young gentleman. Uh, Zach Wilson out of BYU. Every single thing I've seen online of his reactions to things where he's around a bunch of players that are like, I suppose, they're just like, you know, waving to the camera and showing like a what's up kind of a thing. It's like Zach Wilson experiences gang signs for the first time and is looking around for the National Guard. Because uh, <laughs> that kid, if you're supposed to pick like the most unlikely person to play in New York City, of all places, via New Jersey, where the Meadowlands are, um, that's the last person I would pick on this board. He looks like he's 12 years old. He really, I was, and by the way, that's the worst pick in the draft. And you took him I, by default because you did, couldn't figure out who I else was available, which undermined Quiddy Pay. You had the greatest pick in the draft, but you finally kind of took your, you know, it's like you chopped your foot off to spite your leg. Um, but that leaves Jalen Phillips no! as part of Team Zanega. And I feel real good no. about that as a final pick. What value? You could have got, you could have ended up with Zach Wilson, the generic nobody 12 year old, but instead you get a J A E L A N Phillips. <laughs> ah. Like, I mean, feeling real good. So I'm just going to recap the teams. Ryan, you got Quiddy Pay, Alex Leatherwood, Mac Jones, Gregory Russo, Kyle Pitts, Trey Lance, Jameen Davis, Trevor Larry, Eric Stokes, Devontae Smith, and Zach Wilson. Real solid. Real okay. solid. Jeff, break it down. How do you feel about that tandem? Well, I feel pretty confident uh, in his team, but I would probably be better asked about my own team. 
Well, I'm not. That's not the point. But moving on to my team: Panay Sewell, Kadarius Tony, Christian Darasaw, Alicia Vera Tucker, Caleb Farley, Zaven Collins, Rashad Bateman, Rashawn Slater, Greg Newsom Lee, I I, Peyton Turner, Jalen Phillips. I'm pretty Strong. happy with myself. I do feel like I'm like a nine and seven team that could could upset somebody in the playoffs. Whereas, whereas Brian, you feel very much like you have a first mm-hmm. round, like you got a real shot. I'm going to call you the Super Bowl team so far. Me, like playoff, but who knows? Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, how do you? I'm sorry, Ryan. How do you feel about my team? I, I think it's strong. I think you had some some late round value in there. I think where you're lacking is that yeah. true quitty pay superstar. But you've got a well rounded roster for sure. Yeah, Panay. If I could trade Panay Sewell, if I could redo yeah. it, looking at looking it over, I would go with Odafe away, and then I would basically make a claim yeah. that I was way better off. But Jeff, Jeff stole him in the second round. Let's go to Jeff's team: Jamar Chase, Odafe away, J.C. Horn, Jalen Waddle, Najee Etienne, Travis Harry, Joe Tryon, Patrick Patrick certainly I I, <laughs> Justin Fields, Micah Parson. Uh, I mean, the name switch was so unexpected, yeah. and I think it did a lot for you. I feel like. I feel like you're cha- conference championship level, you know? Travis you Harris think? has really given me thrills. Patrick, certainly. I'll put his poster on my wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Odafe Owe, I mean, I hope he becomes my best friend. I just think there's so much to love here. Well, I think Devonta Smith, the argument he uh, Ryan made about Devonta Smith with a capital letter in the middle, you've got a capital letter with Mar with an apostrophe Ooh. preceding it. To me, that's like... That's dunks all over yeah. just the capital letter. I'm, I'm really impressed. Ryan, what do you think of these three teams, and where do you kind of rank them one, two, Yeah, three? it's tough. Um, I mean, subjectively, I you know I rank my team number one, but if I'm having to be more objective about it, I think Jeff really does with, I mean, uh, Owe in there in the mix. Like, can he counter the quitty pay? Not quite, but it's it's in the same, same league. But I think a lot of the creativity in the middle, you know, the Travis Harris switch, um it is huge i think really adds extra value i think i'd probably go jeff one me two you three probably if i had to really if i was being honest about it quitty pay is such a like lebron yeah. style figure here he's a tom brady to me i i just feel like not even a tom brady more like a peyton manning because peyton manning zach was wilson so yeah a tom that's brady. well the problem the problem is actually zach wilson because you're only as strong as your weakest player and uh that's about as weak as they can get in this this yeah. mccluskey uh, jones was great we we kind of glanced over that one that's true yeah mccluskey oh, is super wow that's a good point. like you could have you I think you could have let him fall and you would have really had more value, but who knows? I mean, Zach Wilson did undermine your team. He's a cancer. And uh, (laughs) if you would have got Jalen Phillips, it would have been a slam dunk. I still rank you first, but Jeff behind. And I actually, yeah, I'm going to say that I finished third. Caleb Farley doesn't bring the the power that say a Najee Etienne Travis Harris combo could have I should have switched some names up I should have gone with Zaven Farley or Caleb it's all about Collins. finding creative ways to use your players you know you get them yeah. on the field you get them the ball and you let them do their thing if you okay this is the last question then we'll we'll wrap up this podcast but if you could hyphenate any two names on your team like you know Vera Tucker what would you go with do, do a total name mix but you get a hyphenate you get a first name last name second last name oh man i i feel like i see this is the other part to the mac jones mccorkle jones even i yeah. mean a, a leatherwood jones oh i mean <laughs> I, yeah ship it that's amazing jeff what are you going with i think i might go with joe Tryon waddle <laughs> oh wow you're gonna go with joe 
You're not well, going to even I mean, mix out name. the first name. I'm yeah, only but combining you can, two names. No, I, you get a first name, a last name, and another last name. You can mix them all up. Okay, so three players. <laughs> you're really, you're making this, you're really dragging yeah. the end of this down. I feel like... Uh, I'm going to go with Zayvon. Micah Tryon Waddle. Man, you had Odafe and you went with Micah. Okay, again, <laughs> he's, Jeff. He's now perfect. Do not here. touch him. I'm not going to slice up his perfect name. He's a, he's already a great pick on his own. I'm going with uh, Zaven Darasaw Farley. I'm, I'm bringing wow. Farley back, man. It's like bringing sexy back, but triply so. Uh, that is our show. Uh, oh, wait, no, it's not our show. Netflix Minute brought to you by Jennings Gabriel. Uh, what do you want somebody to watch this week? Both Jeff and Ryan, whoever goes first, goes first. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I have not fully watched this whole three-season series, but I I have a group of friends who are super into F1, and I've never understood the point. They're just cars that go fast, and I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But on Netflix, there is Formula One Drive to Survive, where they actually do kind of like a hard knock style with uh, Formula One racers. And if you really want to get into the the sport, which I'm not fully into yet, but if you want to at least make an attempt to do so, um, it's I, I've heard it's excellent, and I've only just started it, but it's been pretty solid so far. Huh. Uh, it got pretty pixelated there, but I trust that there's an F1 show. What's the network? It's, Is it Netflix? It's Netflix, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Jeff, what do you want people to see? Uh, I will be recommending the 2013 Judy Dench, Steve Coogan, black comedy Philomena, uh, which is about a man shamed by his uh, poor job at the BBC. So he takes like a side gig and he follows this old woman as she tries to find her, her son that she was forced to give up for adoption in America. Um, it's not a great subject matter for a comedy. It's more of like a lighthearted movie with... Uh, a dark premise um, and some good jokes thrown in the middle but I had been not avoiding it for a long time but it had always been on my radar I'd always heard good things and I just never gave it the time and finally in this last week I did and I I can confirm it was as good as I have always been told it was uh, I have um, I have not seen that I generally see everything that's nominated didn't see that I will say that I would like to um, finally, the last, uh, my mic is just going wonky, but uh, we're going to get through it. Um, I'm going to recommend The Father, which, um, have, have either of you seen The Father, the recent Oscar nominee? No. no. So I... It's the, one, it's the one nominee I haven't seen. Yeah. So first of all, um, we all expected Chadwick Boseman to win. I kind of think he should have won anyway. But I got to tell you, Anthony Hopkins' performance was maybe the greatest single performance I've ever seen in any film in the history of my life. Oh. Um, that being said, I uh, there's no that's not how you're supposed to start the next sentence based on what I'm about to see. I'm about to say the movie. I was I was amazed and astonished. It's one of the it's the best film I saw all year. It's the best film I've seen since Moonlight. It's it is one of the most incredible wowing mind-bending unsettling just breathtaking movies i've ever seen in my life and i live in astonishment of it and i am going to try it's like motivating me to like 
enter what I'm calling my Mike Mills period in which I write explicitly what I want to in a way that I want to and not to worry about selling something or anything else. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I feel about the father pretty intensely. Um, all right. That's our show this week. Uh, remember throw money at us on Patreon if you feel like it. And, uh, Ryan, the Lou, take us out. I just want to remind everyone to quitty pay it forward. (laughs) 